Hi, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of The Treadcast, a podcast about success and each person's unique definition of it. My guest is Peter Brook, an old high school classmate of mine who's carved out quite a 30-plus year career on the theater stage, movie and TV screens, and even on some of the video games you might have in your house right now. Here's our conversation. Peter, how are you, sir? Great to see you, man. Hey, nice to see you, too. <laughs> it has been a long time. It has been a very long time, and I'm so glad that you could make the time uh, to join me on this because I've, I've been wanting to speak with you. One, we, full disclosure, Peter and I have known each other since high school, but we hadn't actually talked to each other in about 30 years. We joked that we had one <laughs> fight in preschool and never spoke again because neither of us are in our, in our 50s. But of course not. But over over time, you know, our paths crossed. Uh, you did some theater work with my dad, and yeah. and I would hear from other people as we were going through our our lives that hey, did you hear Peter's doing this or Peter's doing that? And then we connected on social media and really kind of got into so much more than what you were doing. And as someone who was raised in a theater family and someone who has you know seen other you know people try and you know try their wares or try and branch out a little bit to see the yeah. the length that you have been able to sustain it was something I'm like I I want to sit down one just to talk to a person you know like 30 years ago i considered a friend but also two i, I think you know your your path and to what you're doing and, and sustaining it is is incredibly interesting so thanks again for being on oh thank you that's great you know as an actor we love that sort of that's brilliant it's like stroking me like a dog that's hey listen i was, you know how i was ra raised an actor's family i know what to say you're amazing you're the best oh. you're amazing yes your 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 depiction of that character was so oh my enough so. about me what do you think about yes, me? yes what do you talk about me for a while so what i like well to i gotta say i know i said it uh in our initial conversation mm -hmm. but uh, your dad was a huge inspiration for moving on into theater and taking it totally seriously and he was just you know fun yeah i just i didn't know any adults that were fun and your dad was fun <laughs> and it was like he was fun and connected to the theater and that was amazing to me and i thought wow well, i want to do this yeah uh, well thank you I, I will pass that on and hopefully uh, once i please. teach him how to listen to podcasts he'll listen to this one as well <laughs> and so Good. he'll love that one so yeah. right now let's get everybody up to speed what are you doing at the moment i saw actually no lie i saw you posted a picture today that you were at a, uh -huh. a recording studio so what are you doing well this is one of my one of my bread and butters uh, okay. I do a lot. I'm in, in several loop groups and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's like being a kid. You go and you add sounds to a movie after the picture is locked. Okay. So you're, you're voiceover for people. You're adding background sound. You're um, in some cases the actor's accent wasn't acceptable. So you're literally voicing the whole character again. So it's fun and, and it happens a lot. So mm -hmm. I no lie. I mean, part of how I survive and how I feed my kids and how I pay my mortgage and all those things. No, because I remember um, a few years back uh, during my radio day talking to Patton Oswalt about some of the stuff that he did, including Ratatouille and everything else, and, and talking yeah. about how it is. It's one of those things where you think you're done with something and then you get a phone call. Hey, we were going through the audio and this clicked. Can you come back down? He goes, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you record the audio and then six, seven months later, you're getting a phone call. Hey, something fell behind you when you said this. Can you come back down? And he said, I it's do, great. I do love that. Yeah, yeah he, said, like, he said, but it is, it's great though because you can't just go down in sweatpants and a t-shirt. You guys, you have to go to makeup or anything like that. You just walk into a studio and be like, the, the, the. <laughs> Okay, thanks. And then you're gone. But he said it can be yeah. very, it's a lot more intensive than some people think. Well, and of course, this is one of the, the wonderful things about voiceover is now we can do it from our homes, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the last two years. And this craziness, it's been nice to arrive at work in your sweatpants as it has been for a lot of people working. Yep. 
and you know just sit at a desk and turn off your turn off your video and make fun, make funny sounds right so that there is that but i do love going into studios same thing you know mm-hmm. you're not a games or a another example where they're another example of bread and butter for me where you're just you're jumping in and you're it's what we did as boys when we were tiny mm-hmm. you know you you're just climbing over if you're doing a uh, motion capture and mm-hmm. voice you you're rigged up to a microphone they're catching your face and your body at the same time and you're playing and you're in a big space with lots of other people who are ready to play with you it's <laughs> it's it's silly it's they shouldn't pay us for it but it's they do that so, so. sounds like it sounds like a lot of fun so let's jump in the uh, the, the way back machine and okay. so get, uh, through high school and uh, during that time, you obviously you you had done uh, local theater uh, in Williamstown. You did some work with my dad, and then you move on to yeah. college and everything else. When was that moment when you said to yourself, "You know what? This is this is my path. I want to continue this." Because as you know, with with acting or any kind of entertainment thing, it's a snake pit. I mean, it's there. Yeah. There's you know, there's some things where people will be like, "Hey, I want to do you know whatever your business, your choices. I want to go into business. I want to be in, in real estate. I want to be a lawyer or whatever." There, obviously, right. it's a big choice. Don't get me wrong, but in the fields of entertainment, it is hyper competitive. And so what was that? Oh, yeah. So when was that moment where you're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I think it's two things. Because I do remember when I was very young, uh, I saw Marcel Marceau twice uh, over the course of two years. And that just, that initial just blew me away. Mm-hmm. The fact that someone could entertain a solo person without any props or costumes could entertain an audience silently for two hours and make us believe all these things. Uh, that just, I just blew, I can't tell you what it did to an eight-year-old and then 10-year-old mind. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> but uh, that, and then you smash cut to me at NYU after I'd left Williamstown. And that was kind of another slightly more negative blowing away. I was like, you arrive from high school with all this swagger and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody look at me. <laughs> and I'm fantastic. And of course, you're in you're in a snake pit, as you put it. Yep. You're you're. Yep. It's everybody's incredibly good at what they do, and incredibly driven. And I think, to be totally honest, for a few years, I was just I was thrown off my game. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't know. Oh, it was New York. It was just obviously different from a small town. And yep. so I wouldn't say that I hit New York in college and went, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I didn't go off it, but I was mesmerized by the competition yep. uh, and blown away by that. Yeah, they, they say it's, it's very much a corollary between that and athletics, where you come out of high school and you're the best running back in the state. And all of a sudden That's you show up on campus and everyone else is the best, whatever they are from their state. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah. you're like, hey, look at me. I was all conference like me. oh really i was gatorade all-american it's just like so it's one of those things where yeah and again and, and i remember this as well moving from williamstown going down to corpus christi texas to a bigger city there is that sort of like holy cow there's highways and there's more than one stoplight and it's just definitely that 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 time of sort of processing it all and being like okay what's my next step yeah Definitely yeah. that. And I mean, I did a lot of theater in New York and I, I learned to really enjoy myself and enjoy the gigs I got. And they said, oh, we don't have anything for you in New York. You're going to have to go regional. I'm like, sure, I just want to work. <laughs> right. And I do a lot of regional theater. And uh, yes, yeah, so for years when I was in New York and I was there for sort of five, six years, it was mostly theater, which was actually much more of an actor's game than 
movies and TV. Mm -hmm. But it's it's been a long, slow process of finding what brings me the most joy, I think. Peter Brook is my guest, actor of many different things, film, stage, voiceovers, and the uh, tread cast. So when was that, I guess would be, when, when you broke into television? When was that first moment? What was that like? You got your first TV gig or movie gig. Which came first? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did, well, I did a BBC thing here uh, called Over Here many years ago. And then after that, I had uh, I had a small role on a uh, James Bond movie, Casino Royale. And mm -hmm. um, all I remember from that, you know, that panicked airport scene where I was playing a uh, policeman <laughs> is uh, <laughs> the director shouting at me that uh, I needed, as a policeman, I would look less panicked. Mm -hmm. But there were so many stuntmen around and so much crazy stuff that was going on. I was, I was in myself and I was just absolutely panicked at this new situation. <laughs> right. But of course, I was also wearing a cop uniform, so I needed to kind of get in more into character. But also, too, won. when you think about it, it's like, I'm pretty sure that's not the normal day at the airport. So, you know, what, what happens... <laughs> no, no I, it definitely wasn't. I, yeah, I know yeah, the movie well, so it's kind of like, I can remember the scene, and it's like, I'm sorry, even if I'm a specially trained whatever, I'm still going to be like, what in the hell is happening here? Yeah, yeah, he was just saying, like, turn down the panic a couple notches, because it's just like... You look like you're ready to wet yourself kind of thing. Right. But um, so, uh, but yeah, it's, it, I moved to London a few years after New York, uh, after touring in Europe for a bit with theater. And London has been, I've been here ever since, and I've loved it for mm -hmm. on many levels, from, from voiceover levels to video games. They make a lot of video games here, and those are a heck of a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Movies, TV, I do a lot of audio books. So I think, you know, I don't know if there was ever that big moment with my career. Mm -hmm. I you know, I would love to have the perfect interview and say, well, this was it. And mm -hmm. then after that, I knew everything was set. <laughs> everything was perfect. I, f I, I fell to the ground and Laurence Olivier <laughs> picked me up and said, you'll be fine, son. Go get him. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. There's always that. It's like... Um, my son came home the other day and he was complaining about all these job interviews that he's been on. And uh, I said, really? I said, I've been on job interviews all my life. Yeah. Like every week of yeah. my entire life, mm -hmm. uh, it's been getting ready for an interview. Yep. That is a blessing and a curse, you yep. know, but it's been a wonderful ride and it continues to be a wonderful ride. Yep. It's so much fun. I'm I'm continually in amazement when I get a new job. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, oh, I did it. Great. Okay. What do we need to do for this one? Like, uh, what new set of skills do I need to acquire? With my field now, you know, my, as you put it before, bread and butter is, is real estate. It's the same thing. Right. You know, you're you're having to sell, basically sell yourself to, to a potential client. And so it's that right. thing I think certain people feed off of that sort of rush when you get it, you know, and, and having to uh -huh. sort of compartmentalize when you don't. And so kind of yeah. getting back to the, the competitive of the field, what kept you going? Yeah. What what kept driving you to you know climb like especially these days, climb out of bed in the morning and not put sweats on, you know, and go to another <laughs> and go to another audition? I just I love it so much. It brings me joy when I'm. It, to be honest, interviews and uh, you know auditions, which I call interviews, are not fun. They're mm -hmm. stressful. Right. Uh, you have to learn how to relax into it if you want to do your best. All you can do is show them a version of, this is what I would do if yeah. you hired me. Yep. And it's going to be just about this. But uh, that, I couldn't say, gives me a lot of joy. But getting the gig mm -hmm. is, is joyful. And figuring out how to make it the perfect character is, is a joyful experience. And like nothing... Nothing, like nothing else for me. So mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't leave that. I right. just 
love it too much. And how is it sometimes during? And there's always there's always downtimes like we all have them, especially these past yeah. couple of years. Having why? To, what happened? Uh, you know, is it what? No, I'm sorry. Something I'm missing? No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I've been in this attic, so I, I guess I it's, it's it's all right. You know, yeah. So you might want to okay. check your your carbon dioxide detector. No, but anyway, you know, especially with family. You know, you you have it. You obviously yeah. have kids. You know, and a wife and kids. I have yeah. a wife and two daughters, and so it's one of those things where you have to kind of almost not prove yourself to them, but it's kind of like sort of justify sometimes what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing this. I'm doing this and all of a sudden a couple for me a couple of deals will fall apart and i'm like okay i got tuition to pay and it's hard not to freak out it's hard not to to get depressed so what kind of gets you through that just knowing there is another gig out there or what well yes there is that and if mm-hmm. i said i didn't freak out paula my wife was here she'd just laugh in my <laughs> face because she said you do freak out oh my gosh you freak out it's yeah, it's it's a it's a tenuous profession. We have a joke that uh, we have uh, in our neighborhood. We have a lot of lawyer friends for some reason who got very very nervous during COVID. They were like, <laughs> "Oh, it's it's so unstable. I I'm having to interview for new jobs, and I'm uh, it feels it feels very rocky. Like nothing's certain." I'm like, "Welcome to my world." Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Doing it all my life. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Try the veal. Well, especially, yeah. especially to, well, for them, though, if any more divorce attorneys, I mean, it may have been a boom town because they're. That's you, true. Unfortunately, yeah, we saw divorce. a few too many of those where, you know, you finally are able, like, over the summer to do an outside function. Like, oh, so did you hear about blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah? I'm like, what? Really? What? Oh, yeah. And it's just like. That's true. That, so. was, that was a big affliction here, too. Yeah. Uh, yep. When you yeah. A buddy of mine put it perfectly. He goes, sometimes, he goes, it took us this pandemic to realize how much we appreciate the 40 hours away from our spouse as much as we, as much as we love them <laughs> but it's kind of like when all of a sudden that's not there anymore you're like wait a second what's up oh, with the toothpaste you know what's up with this <laughs> turn off the coffee Paul pot you selfish bastard <laughs> we have a coffee fortunately we did get we've gotten along swimming swimmingly we did mm-hmm. have that nervous thing of like oh my gosh we're both working from home this is going to be trying, but it's it's been no joke, a, a real joy, and we've enjoyed it. But there are mornings, you know, where we have two coffees together, and then she goes, "You're going to your little room at the top of the house now, aren't you?" <laughs> you have what's on your calendar for? That's what my wife always asks me. What's on your calendar for today? <laughs> I'm li- all right. I'm fine. I'm getting off the couch. All right. So. Okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> I walk the dog, you know, you're ready to go. So, of course, I got to ask, you know, what was like your, your favorite moment so far, your favorite role, your favorite interaction with, with someone on a set? Or just what would you, you oh. walk? Yeah, I know. Oh. I know. Wow, that's... Do you have one? You know, you Gosh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really liked Sherlock. I, I loved working with Martin and Benedict. They they were amazing, wonderful, lovely people to work with mm-hmm. wonder woman recently with Kristen wig she was she was a joy and very sweet and very funny uh yeah. and you know i was very nervous so uh she made it great i had to hit on her and and that was that was very <laughs> awkward for me so she made she made it a, a dream so uh besides that i think one huge joy that I discovered seven years ago when I did a, a big Studio Canal movie that had a lot of green screen dinosaurs was working with green screen, which was is so much fun. I mm-hmm. was describing motion capture before. It's that much fun having to act to things that aren't there, monsters right. that aren't there, dinosaurs, things like that. Oh, that's really cool. So, and uh, currently with uh, Jeepers Creepers, which I just finished, or yep. a half a year ago, the, the the challenge was immense because most of the set uh, was green screen. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 
well, I mean, outdoor was not obviously, but the indoor stuff was a lot of it had to be green screen, a lot of the stunts, and that's fascinating to me. All mm-hmm. the I love that. Yeah. It was a big, jo- a big joy moment. Eight point four uh, stars right now on uh, IMDb, by the way. Jeepers Creepers are born. So I, I was checking it out there. I know. I'm like, well, looky there. And then I watched the teaser, the teaser, and there you are. And, and I'm like, hey. I am. And, and it was funny when getting back to like Wonder Woman. It was so funny with uh, we were watching it over the holidays, and all of a sudden I see your face. And like I jump up like, hey, hey, hey! I went to high school with him. I went to high school with him. You know, and, you know everyone's kind of like, what? I said, yeah, I said Peter. Da, 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 da. So it was it was really funny to see that because you still have that sort of like geeking out moment. You know, when you're like see someone, you know, in, in that sort of, in a wholly totally different vein. It's a, it's a very cool thing. Thanks. Yeah, that was that was very exciting for me too, seeing that trailer because it was so really well produced. Mm-hmm. So I've done a bunch of horror movies, different ones, and uh, and they're not always. Some of them are straight to video, of course and it's always an interesting thing to see how those develop what road they go down whether it's going to be shock horror whether it's going to be this lovely slow growing thing sometimes you can't tell from the script yeah and uh, and, so. and, and, yeah, and you bring you bring up a great point too because I, I think some people don't understand is a lot of movies are shot out of sequence and then when they get to the editing bay they'll dump a bunch of stuff and the movie you thought you just did you sit down and you watch you're like what is that <laughs> I was in a, I thought it was going to be a horror movie, not a bromance. It's like, what's going on here? You know, it's like. Well, there is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Or sometimes, which I've had in reverse, which is interesting, where not being, I've definitely been cut out of stuff where I was thinking, oh, I really wanted to, you know, I had a kick. I was great scene in Kick-Ass with the main character. And I was like, it was totally cut. And. But and the opposite happens too, where you go, oh my gosh, why did they keep that? That's <laughs> terrible acting, and they keep going, and they yeah. they kept the whole scene, and I'm like, why did you do that, guys? You should. You told me you were going to snip around. And I was just. Good I was just happy the check cleared. I was fine. I was like, hey, thanks for everything. You know. <laughs> well, there, there is know? that. I, I'm awfully pragmatic about the whole thing, but uh, as much as I can be yeah. about this industry. But I do have to say as well, when I was going through uh, through your IMDb IMDb page, that you were. Uh, I just finished watching Hannah. And that you were the negotiator, so you were. I just for my own personal, you were the guy behind the glass. That was that was yours. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So were you Inter- actually on in- set interviewing Murray? You know, yeah. Who was who was I, I fantastic did. in that role? Like nothing phased her at all. Like she's so good. Yeah, we're gonna take she? you out and kill you now. Whatever. <laughs> she's so good. Yeah. When I, when I got that gig, I was like, and now now I can die. Yeah. Because I'm doing a scene with Maria Enos. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, she's phenomenal. And I've actually done over over 20 voiceovers for that series. Oh, wow. And I've had to change my voice every time. But that was the most significant chunk of one character, which... Uh, now, you weren't the guy who came into the cell afterwards, right? I, I was too dark, and I'm like, is that Peter? I can't tell. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I, was never, I was never on the show. Okay. I was but you did the, never, which I thought yeah. was when I saw that interrogator, and I literally, as soon as I saw that, I dropped my laptop, I put on Netflix, I, I or Prime, and I went back and I found that scene, and I'm like, holy cow! Uh, yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> it's really good. It's really that that complex that where they do that. The shoot is here, just outside of London, and it's a beautiful, just a beautiful uh, set. Yeah, and it, stunning, and that central building is is real. Yeah, it's really it was it was it was a great series to watch and, and how they they wrapped it up. I hope they do a, a movie or something, ba- you know, because again the characters you really started to, to root for the characters, you know, even though she, you know, I don't uh, want to ruin it. Spoiler alert: she doesn't make it. Yeah, to spoiler the alert. Spoiler alert. Hashtag no spoilers. <laughs> but uh, it was it was definitely a well done series, and to see you a part of that again, you know, just to be like, hey, I know that guy it was kind of cool. Thanks, thanks, man. Uh, Peter Brooks. Thanks. 
actor, joining me on the Treadcast. All right, Peter, here it is. I ask everybody, what Uh-oh. is your definition of success? Oh, my goodness. You told me this was coming, but <laughs> I'm still not prepared. <laughs> I, You know, I've read an article recently. I'm going to have to use someone else's words because okay. uh, I won't, not for the whole thing, but, right. you know. And someone said, of course, this was written from a guy who was at the end of his life, and he said, you don't ever regret, you don't ever regret working too little or you know that what you regret is not being with your family or not being with your friends or mm-hmm. you know the love lost it's not the the work yep. it's the the people yep so i mean i i've got a fantastic family and i a very patient family mm-hmm. who have dealt with the you know the ins and outs and ups and downs so i don't know what i would do without them yep. they're perfect people we're perfectly imperfect. We're all perfectly imperfect. So it's like to have a good relationship with your family and your friends and an open one that's capable of positive change is, is a huge success. Mm-hmm. And makes me, anyway, makes me as an individual very happy. Yep. Not, not that I don't care about the other stuff. But right. That's yeah. when, it, when you boil it all down, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so. See, that was a good was that, answer. Was that, was that kind of jumping the issue? No, I, no, I don't think so. No, because okay. you know, like like I told you before when we started, everyone has their own you know their own definition. Yeah. How we find success or happiness is a, a totally different path for everyone, which which makes us you know unique as we are. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a nice point. There yep. it is, Peter. I got to say, this has been uh, been a lot of fun. You know, I, it has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I appreciate nice the uh, time uh, and the, the be, to be able to reconnect with you after all this time and everything. And hopefully that yeah, we can uh, we can get together if we do get over across the pond. In, yes, uh, please. And uh, yeah, I'd it, love that. We'd be the end of June, early July. Wish you all the best moving forward. Now I know you got Jeepers Creepers Re- reborn. Now is that out? Can you get that now? Uh, no, it's coming out in a few months. Okay, uh, I don't. They haven't given me the exact date, but okay. it's soon. Okay. Uh, it's been released in a couple of European countries, I think. Uh, and also <laughs> Dying Light is being released this week, I think, which is a big uh, big role in a, a video game, which I've finished. Excellent. Uh, Dying Light number two. So okay. it's, a, it's an epic, an epic story, beautifully drawn and fantastically acted. <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Yes. Again, let's talk about me for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's amazing. That's been an incredible job. I don't usually push video games, but this has been an epic game, which is I've been recording for the last year and a half. So, oh wow, and and, uh, and it's yeah. you know it's it's a big it's a big world now. P- yeah, in, it's big. in you know voiceover for for video games and video game design and everything. I know we have a, a couple of places here in the capital region that are they're big. You know, graphic design right. and all that all the the work that goes into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's some weird statistic that more people more video games. Games are watched than actual films and TV, which is a little disturbing, but there you go. <laughs> Maybe yeah. people need to get out more, but that's just me saying it. So. <laughs> it's just me, yeah. Peter Brook has been my guest. Actor, film, stage, voiceover. You may have heard him at an airport or two. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm roofing here. But uh, Jeepers <laughs> Creepers Reborn going to be out in a couple of months. You can see the trailer now and see Peter's face with a kind of an old beard. For somebody who says he's 30, I don't know. But uh, so you can so you can check him out in that. And Dying Light, a, a you said a new video game coming out? Dying Light 2, yep. Coming so out. Look for that as well. You can also check, out next week. check out all the stuff he's done on uh, IMDb, over 40 titles and everything. And again, Peter, thank you so much for the time, sir. All the best. 
Thank you, Tread. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Treadcast. You can listen to this episode again if you like, or listen to past episodes on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get yours. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook at the Treadcast.